When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I like uh, Al that Chris thinks that I went through uh, all the way till I was about 22 years old as a baseball player through college, yep. and that I don't know how to put a dip in my mouth. Like, like that never, like that's never something that I tried at some point. Now, I think I tried it a grand total of two times in my life because it is the single most disgusting habit on the face of the earth. But I know how to do that, Chris. I know how to, I know how to shake the can and thump your, uh, your index finger on top of it. I know how to do all that stuff, Slee. You just put it above your lip, right? Is that where it goes? It's called an upper. Rest right you there. can do an, an upper. upper. That that's like a that's elevated. You you've been you're so bored with just doing it down low that you go upper just to kind All of right. mix things up. That a little wasn't bit. the intention. That was to explain how I would have <laughs> no idea what I was doing. No, yeah, you, you kind of become a little bit of a kind of become a little bit of a NASCAR guy now. You're, yeah, that's me. I I went through the numbers lane. this morning. Um, apparently, it did pretty well here in LA. It's the first time that a NASCAR mm. race has actually shown up in the ratings in a very very long time. It did really. It was super fun. I had a good time. I had my truck. I uh, I wish I had like one of my friends had a camo hat that I was very jealous of that he went in there with his camouflage lid. But uh, next time, I, I'm I'm definitely going to do it next time. By the way, did you ever have any roommates in college that had just the the worst habits that like you really liked the guy, but their habits were just untenable and you had to address them because the chew thing reminded me something no not the chew it wasn't like somebody i mean i'm sure people have started somebody you know smoking a cigarette in in the living room it's like (laughs) no no i'm fine everything's fine everybody had i mean emily was talking about kind of describing her roommate right like just you think of maybe somebody that doesn't want to do the dishes maybe it's somebody that has people over on a Tuesday until 2 a.m. That's probably not the best idea, so other people got to work. Everybody has one thing that I'm sure I was annoying at certain things that I wouldn't nah, do. Possible. <laughs> not a chance. You you, you, and me, we were just the best roommates and people on the face of the earth. I had, like I said, I was a baseball guy, and many of my teammates and roommates chewed, and I, I never did. It was never, I had other vices. That was not one of my things. You have not been really on the verge of killing another person until you have stepped in their cup of chew spit uh, at 2 o'clock in the morning, walking through because they left it on the floor and you accidentally kicked it over. That, that's how you know you really like this guy because okay. anyone else, you would murder that person. I don't know that world, but this, oh. is, what I, oh. this is what I think that world is. It's kind of one of those they they chew at any time, right? Like it's not you know it, oh, it's it not doesn't matter. No, hey, I I'm, I'm I just do it on my own when nobody's around. No, it's like you're just chewing in the living room. I mean, it's it's not like this is done somewhere yeah. behind closed doors. <laughs> you're watching a Laker game and there's a half full Coke can full of dip spit, Ugh. and it's just there because it's there. It's it's the single worst habit. I, I'd rather live with a smoker, I think, than live with somebody that's chewing those things because I can. I, I don't know. I'm not going to step in their disgusting cigarette no, butts. I can avoid that. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and don't forget that we have your tickets to see the Battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour for the Super Sounder, and when you hear it, be caller number 7 at 877-710-ESPN, 
and you could, will qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game, the 710 Super Ticket Giveaway from your championship radio station, 710 ESPN. So people still have a chance to uh, to qualify to get those tickets, Al. Um, it's, I, every story about the Super Bowl is including the, oh, by the way, these tickets are off the charts expensive. So this is probably everybody's best bet. And on top of that, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's one of those – I mean, it's – just a, a rare of it's at SoFi. Like I'm, I'm trying to kind of describe as best I can. How good is this thing going to look on Sunday? How, how unbelievable is the event going to be? I, mean, I don't know how you guys feel about actually being there and me being about 25, 30 miles away from Inglewood, but that's okay. That's that's. Close I really haven't given it much thought, if I'm being honest. Bro, it's going to be it's going to be unbelievable. Wait, which no, what, ta- have you, what haven't you given I'm, thought? I'm, you not being there. I've been thinking a lot about going to the game. I'm very well, excited to go to the game. I just really that you aren't going to be there. Just kind of is just. I a, wasn't a, a describing the, end of the story. I wasn't describing that how you feel that I'm not oh. going to be there. That wasn't oh. the intention. Oh my bad. But I was at Game Seven Lakers Celtics. I'm good. That's fine. I'm going to well, keep using that. That's the only anchor that I have. <laughs> was, moving what, forward. Twelve years ago. That's a. Uh, it was a long. It was a long time In ago. Twelve so. years from today, yeah. I'll be saying the same thing. <laughs> you were at Kobe's uh, final game where he got sixty points. That was fun. I was there at that. Yeah, that was a, right. that, that was a good night for sure. Um, if you are not going to the Super Bowl, but you want to do some Super Bowl activities, myself, Kirk Morrison, Keyshawn Johnson, two to four on Saturday afternoon at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Burbank. So if you want to come out and have a few wings, maybe have a beer or two, talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, the Rams, and hang out with us, watch the show. We're going to be out there doing that. Al, you should come and, and spend some time with us. Of course, all the listeners are invited as well. Nervous? Are you good about the show the or the game? Um, not yet. I, I'm I'm still feeling good. I look. I've been doing a lot of interviews in in, in other places. People call because of the work that I do with, with the team and talking a lot about it. And the more I talk about them, the the more yeah, confident I become. National media hit yesterday. No yeah, deal. Big Coleman. shot. Come on, let's go. Right. Me, me, me and Freddie Come Coleman are we're buddies now. We we he puts me on a show pretty regularly. I enjoy it. Anything for Freddie. So we went on and talked a little bit about it last night. And the more I talk about it, the less nervous I get about it, which oddly makes me more nervous because the more confident I get, the more certain I am that the roof is going to cave in on my good feelings because, Travis, that's just how I view the world. But, no, I I feel pretty good about where the Rams are. They're relatively healthy. They're getting Sebastian Joseph Day back. They're going to get Daryl Henderson back potentially. It doesn't look great for Tyler Higbee, but they're about as healthy as you could ask. Their best players are playing at a high level. I, I feel pretty good about it, if I'm being honest. So I was thinking, you know, home field advantage to have the game here in L.A., the home field advantage, not as much from a fan perspective, right? It's going to be more about you're at home, you're in your same locker room. Like, that's really going to be the advantage more than the actual crowd. I mean, are, are you really going to have uh, – No, I'm it's not going to be 80% Rams fans. I well, don't I'm think saying that. that it's going to be 80% because of the ticket CEOs. prices. Because right. of the ticket prices. <laughs> yeah, 80% oil barons. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not a, the Super Bowl like we've talked. The Super Bowl is not a home field kind of thing, you know. It's but just, it will it's be just, an advantage that it's here in LA. All that stuff. It's just not going to be. You're not going to be expecting it to be. You know, obviously, just a regular home game. It's not going to be like that. It's not going to be. You're not going to be yelling Rams house. It's not going to. It's all run by the NFL. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we can. Maybe I'll start it. Maybe I'll, I'll start in the press box. Now it's glassed in, so I don't know if anybody's going to hear me. Maybe other. Maybe I can get like Peter King and Adam Schefter to start doing it with me. I'm going to miss the DJ uh, or the woman that was playing the guitar. We won't have Nina, her. Or how, how dare you address her them. properly? Nina Strauss is her name. Right. And if you're just going to drop it, I'm going to need you to know her name. 
just like DJ Malski is the DJ in the house. Come on, Emily. You've been in there all season long. We need to know these things. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm going to miss them the most. I think that's no, what you I, just, I want. No, no, no. Nope. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I know it. And just keep moving after you didn't do it. You got to lean into it. You got you to fully embrace the Rams experience. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. I, Al, I, I'm, I'm serious. This is like Kirk just popped in a second ago. Right before we came on the air, Kirk popped on the Zoom and we were just chatting. He was over at the NFL Experience at uh, the convention center right across the street, yep. right? And he was saying this is the biggest party that he's seen in this town in a very long time. And we've seen NBA Finals. We've seen World Series. We've, we've seen some other no, things fairly recently. Level. Yeah, that, it, it really is, yeah, right? Different. Yeah, that's that's. It's. I mean, it, listen, there's no event like it. I mean, even for anybody here in L.A., you just think about when you get to the Super Bowl, what everybody does, and the Super Bowl is in Detroit, and the Super Bowl is in Tampa. It doesn't matter where it is. It's an event on that day leading up to that day. You try to go to a grocery store on a Saturday or a Sunday. Everybody's you know, figuring out, okay, we're throwing this Super Bowl party. Now you have it here in L.A. You have SoFi. You obviously have this $5 billion stadium. I, I can only imagine what – I mean, even L.A. Live, what was it, a couple days ago, the Lakers game. You have LA Live all set up with NFL activities sure. or whatever it is. So you know, everywhere you look and everywhere you go, there's something with a branch of knowing that the Super Bowl is this weekend. So going back to the race on Sunday afternoon, right at the Coliseum, there were three groups that there were race people there that had their you know Daryl Earnhardt T-shirts and, and and stuff like that. Dale Earnhardt, I should say. Daryl, there probably is a Daryl Earnhardt somewhere, but I meant Dale. Dale Earnhardt t-shirts and then there were three other there were three other groups there was a ton of Laker stuff Kobe stuff specifically mm-hmm. there, there whenever you go to a sporting event in this town there's always gonna be a lot of Kobe stuff number two there was a ton of Dodger stuff right a lot of Dodger hats handful of Dodger jerseys along the way but I'm not gonna I'm, this is not an exaggeration this is not done for the radio there was a ton of Rams gear a lot of Rams hats, a lot of Cooper Cup jerseys, a lot of Aaron Donald jerseys. The, the Rams, and, and part of it is it's Super Bowl week. Part of it is they're really good. Part of it is that it's still quasi-football season. And part of it is you're going to a sporting event and you don't have a, a Jeff Gordon hat, so I want to put on something L.A. I want to put on something local. But it was a really good representation, I think, of where the Rams are in this town and how it continues to grow, how it continues to get better. Because I don't know if that game, if that race was hold, held a couple of years ago, Slee, if I'm seeing a bunch of Rams gear at a non-Rams event. And, and on Sunday, there was a ton. Well, I, I think, look, if it's going to take time. Like I think we do know this. Just using the Rams as an example. Those games that you had against the 49ers, and there's so much conversation, that that was more accustomed to Charger games. Chargers are the one that you were familiar with, with saying that there's 80% or 60% or 75% of fans are for the opposing team. Rams, in a very, very short period of time, have had success in L.A. What I mean by that is they're winning, right? Like the product is good. They're trying to – they're competing for a Super Bowl. They can kind of speed up that process a little bit. The reality is it's going to take time. You know what I mean, Trav? Like it's – the Dodgers and the Lakers have – and USC as an example. There's obviously UCLA fans. They've been sitting here. The the pull – the flag has been been, uh, in the ground for X amount of years. Decades. It, it's going to take time for the Rams, but you're also speeding up the process by actually having a good product where people actually care where the biggest game around the world is going to be this weekend, and it's not only located in L.A., the Rams are in it. The Rams are representing the city of Los Angeles, so they're, they're, 
they're they're definitely making their ends. Let's put it that way. For some franchises, franchises have been here, the Clippers, or you can, you know, I, I know we can. Say, okay, hockey's not as they have the the Kings have their fan base, sure. but just hockey, the sport, is not as popular as some of the other sports. But teams have been here for 30, 40, 50 years and haven't really made too much of an imprint. Rams are off to a good start. That doesn't mean they still got a lot of work to do because they do. So not only are we giving away tickets to win, uh, a chance to win tickets to the big game, we're also giving away tickets to the Bud Light Super Music Fest. Uh, Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani, and Mickey Guyton at Crypto.com Arena. So you're going to want to be listening all day for your chance to win those. We're just giving away things left and right. Now, we already gave away tickets to the Lakers and Bucks, which is happening tonight. That's so right. we got some of our listeners going on to that. But you, you bring up an interesting question. The timeline of the Rams here in town. When can they get on the level of the Lakers and the Dodgers, and how much will a Super Bowl win accelerate that timeline? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's one of those times, Al, when you, somebody says, Amanda comes and says, hey, we're thinking about doing a three-hour pregame show instead of a two-hour pregame show. Yeah, let's go. Why, why wouldn't we want to talk about this more instead of less? I can't wait. If we could throw a third hour, three and a half, whatever it takes to get ready for the Super Bowl, I am all in. I'm going to be. I may. I'm probably going to eat breakfast at SoFi that day. I'm going to be tucked in my little there? spot. Give me, give me the game plan. What time? Well, you get down it, there? it depends on how we actually arrive to the stadium. We're still trying to figure that out. But I'm just. I'm not saying that this is how it's going to go this time. But just to yep. give you an idea of last time. Last time I was on one of the team buses with the police escort down the freeway, pulled into the stadium underneath on the bus, walked out with all the other, the staffers and everything. Awesome. And I, I'm not going to lie. Yep. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done in my entire life. Just being a part of that. Because as you're going down by the stadium, right, this was in Atlanta by the Mercedes-Benz Dome, and everybody's looking like, who's in that bus? They're thinking it's Aaron yep. Donald and Todd Gurley and stuff, and it's it's Travis and, and his group of <laughs> me and Julio and the rest of the guys that were going in there. But it was so baller. It was outstanding. I loved it. So hopefully something like that. You should have um, put a jersey on. Put a Rams jersey on. Okay. Put Beats by Dre, get those headphones, uh-huh. and and you don't even have any music playing, nor is it connected to anything because you didn't have the right <laughs> connector for your phone, okay? You did have the right connector, so it's just in your pocket and it's loosely in there, but always, you know, have your head like this, just kind of moving up and down. Yeah, up and down, sure. And then sure. just see what happens because then you can also hear people saying, wait, who's that guy? Because your headphones aren't on, right? <laughs> who's that guy? And you have the jersey, and uh, I, think it would look, I, I think you'd look great. And I, instead of, like, really nice Nikes, throw on some Skechers. Like, throw on something <laughs> to really throw them off. I'm, I'm uh, Maybe Vans? <laughs> can I throw on an old pair of Vans? I have yeah. Vans with taco uh, tacos on them. Maybe I'll wear my taco Vans to the Super Bowl. That's not a bad way to go uh i i can't wait i cannot wait it's time for some straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless straight talk wireless no contract no compromise um 
I don't want to get into the Olympics because whatever, it's the Winter Olympics, but I saw a picture this morning, Al, that I sent to you. Why is the freestyle skiing venue in the middle of a nuclear waste site? They're literally the, 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 nucle- the nuclear reactors are flanking the ramps. Like I thought they do this in the mountains somewhere. I thought they do this where there's no snow anywhere except on this little thin patch between nuclear reactors. It seems aggressive to me. There is um, there are some photos out there all over Twitter. One says these Winter Olympics are producing some incredible images, and it's just the nuclear reactors in the background. Like, So you're not the <laughs> only one on Twitter that's pointing that out. Uh, that's a random one. That's a random Global one. Global warming. You. Come on. Yes. That. It's the first Winter Olympics that's relying solely on fake snow. So all the snow that you see in the Winter Olympics is pretty much all pumped in. So it's wow. kind of crazy. So let's do it here in L.A. Let's do, let's do right. the Winter Olympics and the Summer Olympics like back to back. We could do the downhill right by let's the Hollywood it. sign. Do it at go, Big go Bear. Right. <laughs> go up to Big no, Bear. Go to Snow Summit. No, no, at no, the pier. Do it on the Hollywood Hills. Go right between the two O's of Hollywood and just slide right down to the Capitol Records Might building. Well. And there's your downhill ramp. Why not? Might as well. Yeah, I, I am absolutely in. Okay, Dodgers and Lakers occupy a part of this city's sports consciousness that is their own, right? And, and if, if if I'm being honest, and while I'm a, a Dodger guy first and foremost, the Lakers are one. The Dodgers are a very close one A as far as fans and attention and just the 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 level of devotion that people have the love that that people have for the franchises yep so they're one and one a the rams are somewhere further down that list and and they're gaining traction they've been here for six years and i think you almost have to just start at that six-year window and where they've gone from there to where they are right now a super bowl title here coming up in five days yep does what? I mean, I don't think it puts them on the Laker level. I don't think it puts them on the Dodger level. But damn, if it doesn't accelerate its leave from a, hey, we got a football team here in town that's pretty good to we have the Super Bowl champion winning football team here in town that's loaded up with star players. So I, I, I don't think they'll ever be at that level. I don't think they'll ever be at the Laker level. I don't think they'll ever be at the Dodgers level. And I don't think they'll be at that level because – um, there are other NFL franchises that people have allegiance to in LA. And the Lakers, not to say that there are no Clipper fans or there are no, I don't know, some dude that came from Portland and is a Blazer fan, whatever it is, but that number is so small. The Raider fan base is a real fan base. Sure. Um, some of these other teams, and you know, this is, a, like we say, a melting pot LA, so people are coming from all over the place. Maybe there's Niner fans, whatever the case. But I, so I, do, I never think they will be on the level of where the Lakers and the Dodgers are, and that's okay. These are two of the most iconic franchises in sports, period. But the Rams, over a very short period of time, if the question was, does NFL, do, is there an appetite for the NFL in LA? For so long, there weren't Clearly. NFL teams here. Um, I, I think the one thing that you can control is the product that you put out on the field. The one thing you cannot control is how quick people want to jump on and say, hey, I'm with this. I'm a Rams fan. I think that's going to take a long time. I think, you know, if they win a Super Bowl, do I think all of a sudden um, they own the city of L.A.? I don't. I really genuinely don't believe that. But what they've accomplished in this short period of time, it's not just, Trav, we just came to L.A., embrace us with open arms. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. You came to L.A., then you decide, hey, we're going to go build this unbelievable stadium that's our own. This is our home. We're, we're planting our flag. Our we're spot. in Inglewood. 
every time you watch, you know, you can't go a week uh, in the NFL without somebody, some network showing SoFi Stadium. Wow, that's L.A., that's L.A. But then you, what, the one thing you can't control is the product on the field. They have had as good of a product on a consistent basis over the last five years as any team in the NFL. Right, mm-hmm. like you've been to us, you've been to two Super Bowls in what five is it years, four, five years, four but years. in four a four-year year yeah, span, two right? Four years, yeah. But you've also been, um, you you actually have expectations. People are talking about your squad. Well, you know, if they don't win, then this is if they don't win at all, then it's a trash season. What? That's a you want to be a part of that. That's actually good news. That is that, good that, news. That's right? an odd way to, to have really good news. That if it's championship or bust, and you're new, that's good news expectations are high you're creating this culture here that hey that product usually wins they're they're going to what they can control they've done an unbelievable job on they planted a home with Inglewood uh, in and SoFi Stadium and then they have a really good winning product and a team that looks like hey this could be if would you be shocked next season if the NFC championship game is the Rams again no you wouldn't no. this is that they probably will be a favorite to get back there so what they have been able to control, they've done as good of a job, but I still think time will time needs to take its course as well. I, I think you're right to a point though, Al, and I think but I think you're leaving something out of this. I, time is the most important thing. I, I completely agree with you on there, but while they're not gonna get to the Dodgers level or the Lakers level with one Super Bowl championship, think about what they have right now. And this is why I think they can they can juice this, they can jumpstart it, however you want to characterize it. Because what what do they have? Number one, you just said it yourself. They're really, really good. Okay? And not only are they really good and they're winning a bunch of games, like this is not Jeff Fisher in year five going seven and ten and everybody's yawning at the product on the field. They're winning a bunch of games. They're winning in playoff games. They're going to the Super Bowl twice in four years. And they're doing it with a style that's incredibly fun. It's really exciting to watch. They push the ball down the field. They score a lot of points. They've got a guy that sacks the quarterback nonstop. They've got stars. Cooper Cup, star. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, stars. Odo Beckham Jr., star. Matthew Stafford, stars. L.A. loves stars, okay? We like champions, right? The quickest way to juice your fan base is to go throw a parade. You don't think that somebody that might, and again, I agree with you that maybe you're not going to flip a 49er fan into a Ram fan, but if 49er fan has a parade in his backyard and Junior wants to go see that parade, well, Junior's all in now. Junior just got to see the parade and all the Rams colors and logos are everywhere. That's an unbelievable thing. You've, you said it yourself. SoFi Stadium is this beacon it's this unbelievable location that people want to come in and see and let's look i'm going to be really rude to the chargers they're renting a room there they they have no ownership in that building at all so when you go in there to watch a charger game it's like yeah cool the rams have a beautiful stadium the rams have done a great job building this thing wow the rams really didn't miss a trick when it came to this thing so they don't get to reap the benefit of that nearly as much as the Rams do, and you start to look at all of these things because what did the Dodgers do when they came to town? Started winning World Series, right? Sandy Koufax, Don Drysdale, stars, World Series, great venue, Dodger Stadium, one of the you know still one of the best venues in Major League Baseball. This this is the blueprint. Win, have the venue, have the stars, do it in an exciting way. People will get on board. I, I'm not saying you go to Laker uh, Ram or excuse me Laker Dodger level in ten years, but what might have taken fifty could be done in 15. That That's the sort of way you can compress that timeline if you start winning a Super Bowl on Sunday. And, and I don't think, you know, one of the one of the um, goals for the Rams, I'm sure, is this. 
they don't need to try to convince somebody else, hey, if you're a fan of this team, then come be a fan of us. And I'm talking about from an NFL perspective. But what they can do is, you know what, I've been watching the NFL casually for a long time. There wasn't a squad here in L.A., That's who they're really targeting. They're targeting somebody also who's maybe younger, a 10-year-old out there, a 15-year-old out there that says, well, in my lifetime, I've never had a team here. I'm going to root for the Rams. Oh, by the way, they are good. They are successful. Um, The the Lakers and the Dodgers, if I told you that somebody was rocking these four hats, I don't think it would be a surprise. If If you walked into somebody's living room, they had a Laker hat, they had a Dodger hat, they had an SC hat, and they had a Rams hat. Sure. There, there would be no issue there. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's a makes all sense. Of, all of those kind of go together with LA, and that's not you know, you know, or maybe it's a UCLA hat and not a USC. But I just eh, I say USC because the fan the base choice. they're better. But it's a bigger SC's fan base, <laughs> more successful. Everything that comes with it. I, I think I really do believe that they are on their way, but they're just going to need time. And if even if they win the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. You're going to need time, but who else can? I mean, who else can make the strides that they've made so quick? That's why, you know, I'm going to use this as an example. Bomber took over a franchise. It's it's a real challenge with the Clippers because the the Lakers. You're in the same neighborhood as the Lakers. They don't that's, have a roadblock like the like the Clippers have. They don't have a roadblock like the Angels have. They don't have that in their backyard. That is a wide open path for them. And even if you say, oh, well, the Raiders, okay, well. They're not what? here. The Raiders, they're A, not here, B, yeah. they're in the AFC. C, you don't need to go get that fan. That's okay. That Raider fan is a Raider fan. Let them, that Raider fan is more interested in going to a Charger Raider game than he is, you know, talking about the, the Rams who they play every once in a while. So I, I, I pay less. I think the Raiders are more of a challenge for the Chargers than, than the Rams by any stretch of the imagination. All right, Rams fans, so what do you think? How long does it take? What would it take? How do they accelerate this process to put themselves in that same conversation with the Lakers, with the Dodgers? Can they do it, and does it have to include a win coming up here in five days? That's all coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've been inspired, Al. 
I, I'm inspired by the pictures I'm seeing coming out of Beijing and that you can put the Winter Olympics in a place that doesn't have any snow. I want the Winter Olympics here in L.A. We're going to get the Summer Olympics for the third yeah. time. Um, Casey Wasserman's kind of the guy in charge of, of building out the Olympics here in L.A. So, uh, Casey, if you're listening to me, I'd like to be on the committee to bring the Winter Olympics to L.A. And I'm thinking we do the actual like luge and bobsled in the Matterhorn at Disneyland. Why not? not We've already got a track. We can just slide them right down there. I feel like we've got all these venues set up for the Summer Olympics. We've got the Winter Olympic venues, too. I don't think you need venues. I think you just go out to Van Nuys, just find (laughs) an area, and just say, we'll set up shop right here. Behind just the build it of, out behind Bristol Farms in one of the parking lots and just say, <laughs> do it. Throw it in there. I, got I want some... the snowboard half pipe to be at Dodger Stadium. I want I want to come in that off the pavilion awesome. roof. You know, it's got awesome. the, 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 the roof that's kind of zigzaggy. Yeah. That, that's like a built-in half pipe for snowboarding. We, we've got the things here. I just need more people to reach out with some suggestions. Did you ever, um, did you ever go to a X Games here? Um, on accident. <laughs> so I, I was downtown at one point when they were doing the X games and mm-hmm. I kind of walked over and like, yeah, it was okay. I didn't hate it. It's I, like for years they were doing it. I think every single year then, then they started, yeah. you know, Austin and this, they started going to different places, bro. I, I can't even understand or fathom what they're doing. Like just the mere fact how big the ramps are. I mean, I, I, I genuinely don't understand oh. how these – and these are kids. you got, like, 15-year-olds on there winning X game medals or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I don't even know how that works. Ski jump off the top of the Ritz-Carlton and land Jeez. it on Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> Who, who's against that? I feel like we've got all of these venues squared away. The Olympics coming to Los Angeles winter style. Okay, I got to ask uh, Taylor a quick question here. So, we got a lot going on, NBA. So, trade deadline is Thursday – there was a deal this morning that went down that we'll talk about in a second. C.J. McCollum um, will be going to the Pelicans. Uh, Taylor, since you are our Sacramento Kings expert, Woj put out a tweet. The Pacers trading DeMontis Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Justin Holiday to the Sacramento Kings. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Hilde, and Tristan Thompson going away. Uh, Taylor, what's going on over there? What do you think? Oh, that one hurts. <laughs> Heald's gone. He's hitting more threes. Than uh, almost anybody in the only league Steph right now. has more more threes than him. Not yeah. cold as ice. Lakers couldn't um, use anybody like that. Why would no. you ever want Buddy Hill who could make open shots on a team that has uh, LeBron James and Anthony no, you don't Davis? need that. Granted, you don't have a guy granted, that has Buddy the ball is... in his hands the whole game. That seems like make a lot more sense. Yeah, uh, but it's more it's it's more the Halburton, the Tyrese Halburton. That's a who? young, good freaking player that they're getting rid of. And Sabonis is a stud, but it's basically two franchises swapping that are both not going anywhere in the East or the It's West. a double whammy for you, Taylor. It's not only the Kings, but it's your Tyrese Halliburton-Iowa connection. that you got a double whammy. Right. He's an Iowa State guy, but they, they, they do have to just pick a point guard. they got De'Aaron Fox there, so... Taylor, let me let me try I to. Thought he was on the blocks too. Psyche here a little bit. Everybody's on the blocks. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say, as a Kings fan, do you just assume that whatever is going to happen is bad? Like when Luka Doncic is on the board, and you say, "Ah, nah, we'll go, we'll go in another direction." Do you just assume that whatever they're going to do, it's going to be a disaster? So I look forward to the draft every year. That's that's what I have as a Kings fan to be excited for, and I always have optimism, but I've been you know let down so many times. Well, every it's, time, it's just, Taylor, every every time Lakers play the Kings. By the way, even if I'm just doing scores and I'm just throwing out scores, Michael in pregame, you know, he says he's look forward looks forward to the draft. Every time he's like, "Remember when they didn't draft Luca?" I'm like, "Yeah, that one's probably 
that one's probably going to stick was, around was for a while. Was it Marvin Bagley? Was Marvin he the Bagley. one they took? took yeah, Marvin Bagley, Trey well, Young, and Luca. Um, <laughs> Don't forget know, about Jimmer for that pick. The Thomas oh, yeah, Robinson pick. Um, ben Lackmore. <laughs> just a list that goes on and seems, on. Seems like they get it wrong far more often than they get it right. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Let's try a quick phone call here, Al. Let's go to Covina and Eric. Eric, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys. Well, you know what? Yes, I believe it's probably going to take about maybe 10 to 15 years for the Rams to get that to enlarge their fan base for for two, two sets of people. Number one, not for guys like me who've been doing it, been a fan since the early 70s when they were winning the NFC championship under Chuck Knox, only mm-hmm. to get disappointed with the Vikings and the Cowboys beating us. But for, for all the bandwagon guys who are tired of their teams losing all the time, jumping onto a winner, see what Cronkies did, you know, investing in the future with, with the, to win now. And also for, to continue the fan base of all the young kids who are getting the opportunity to watch the fans coming to L.A. and within two years or two to three hit the Super Bowl and then to be, the Super Bowl, to be in the Super Bowl again, it's increasing that fan base. For 15 years when they're in their teen years, they're going to be hardcore, diehard fans going to every event, going to every outing name the players may show up to. And these are the people that this victory this Sunday, which I'm predicting, is going to do for um, after this after Super Bowl. I, I think you're right, Eric. I think that that timeline is a really good one. I, I think that you're you're pretty much spot on because I'm, the more he was talking about it, I kept thinking about this, and and listening to Taylor talk about the Kings and listening to Clipper fans talk about whatever it is they talk about. It's what else do you want? What what else could you possibly want if you're the Rams and you're trying to create uh, excitement for your product and and build a fan base that's long lasting and on a level with the other prestigious franchises here in town? This is exactly what you would ask for, right? Star players, great stadium, championships. There's nothing else they can control. They can't make people come. They can't make people care about their team with anything other than putting a quality product on the field and they're doing it. And if they give them a champ, then their, their portion of this, their only responsibility, and, and Kevin Demoff talked about this uh, last week, is to continue to give them that because they've checked every other box. You need to win a championship and continue to give people quality football. They'll come around. It may take five years, eight years, 10, 12, whatever the number is, but they're doing all of the steps, unlike the Clippers who had time to go do this, and they didn't do the steps. This is the difference. They're doing everything they need to do, and it's gonna and it's gonna work because this is how that formula comes together. And I, I don't think you know I, I don't think they need to flip any NFL fans. I really believe I that. I, I I don't think you have to, and you're not going to. Most likely, I know someone like uh, it, it's very. So if you grew up a Cowboy fan, you're probably a Cowboy fan. If you grew up a Packer fan, Steeler fan. Uh, Charger fan, Rams fan, you're probably a fan of that team. They don't have to go flip anybody. It's the equivalent, Trav, of, listen, we just opened up a restaurant, and we're just worried about our restaurant. We're not going to go try to, hey, that restaurant sucks over there. That restaurant's awful there. We open up a restaurant. Come try it. If you like the food, you can you can bank on us that the quality of the food is going to be good. Our customer service will do the best we can. Organically, that restaurant's going to become more and more popular, I guess you can say. On Yelp, they're going to start posting up photos, and it's going to have four and a half stars. That happens over time. What they can't do and what they shouldn't do is we got to go get that Raider fan. And I don't think they're going to do that. I think they understand that they're what they can control, they can control. If they win a Super Bowl this weekend – 
whether you like it or not, they're going to gain more fans because it's sure. a winning product. And then if they continue to be um, a legitimate franchise that it, – it, you mentioned the Clippers there for a quick second. You said Clippers didn't do that. Bomber's trying to do that now. Since he yep. took over the team, he's kind of taking this a similar. But he step wasn't that, there when the window was open. He he didn't he didn't jump. He he when, wasn't when was there the yet. window? When was the, the window, window was open? open when the Lakers were down and Lob City was really really good. That was their window, right? The Lakers were not a championship caliber team, and it wasn't open for ten years, but it was open for five. It was open. Your chance to go get into the finals, win it, and just to do exactly what you've been talking about. You're not flipping a Laker fan, but you might be able to create a few more Clipper fans along the way, and they lose in the second round every year. They, so they I, just they didn't walk through the door. I, I actually think the Clippers and taking advantage in their window and all that stuff, I, I really, really think that's always going to be a challenge, even when Chris Paul and Blake Griffin – and look, for a hot second there – that was a really exciting product to watch. It was highlight after I go watch Sports Center. DeAndre Jordan dunking over this guy. Blake a lob from Chris Paul. Exciting, but not winning ultimately. It, it was very exciting, but they were out in the second round every time. Even if they went far, even if they made make it, even if they would have made more noise, they still have a challenge that I don't think the Rams are going to have to no deal question. with. Yeah, the purple and gold challenge. Yeah, It's not going anywhere. All right, more on the NBA. The trade deadline is getting quick. We're already seeing all sorts of moves along the way. The Blazers have officially quit. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But, hey, did you see, coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. A quick congratulations to Warren in Montebello, who qualified for the super tickets. Make sure you keep listening all day for your chance to qualify as well, all during Travis Lee, all during Mason in Ireland, all during Sedano and Cap. Congratulations to you, Warren, in Montebello. You've got a chance to go to the big game on Sunday. Taylor, what do you got? Did you see the opening ceremony for the Beijing Winter Olympics drew 43% less viewers than the 2018 games? So I think we need to spice up the winter games and add drinking games. So, Travis Lee, <laughs> what drinking game would you have the best chance of qualifying in? Oh, this is a, that's a great answer. You, uh, I haven't done it in, gosh, probably 20-plus years. But do you know what I was Olympic-level good at, Slee? Beer pong? Quarters. I, oh, I don't know that I, I was next level at quarters. Like, I, I was basically Steph Curry. Like, I would get hot, and I was hitting nothing but the bottom of the cup. Just bing, in, bing, in, bing, in. I, I was I was probably a good 80% guy. You had to get very lucky for me to rim out a, a shot along the way. So if we, were doing, uh, if we were doing quarters in the Winter Olympics, I would be Mark Spitz. I would be uh, uh, Michael Phelps. I would be that sort of level good at that game I'd, I'd give beer pong a shot you know i think beer pong is the uh by the way it's just a fun game too you know you got both fun. sides going um I, I it's one of those two where it's like all right the amount that you're drinking by the time you're done with one beer pong game you feel good <laughs> you feel good right there i don't know how some people do some people they'll use liquor and not beer I'm yeah that's like, a yeah, bad that's play not, yeah, that's, no i don't what, what's hey, the let's goal here? pour what's out the, goal the here? pour out the uh, meisterbrow fill them with fireball like, how about no? How about we just leave a little beer in there and leave the cinnamon whiskey on the side? You ever played a flip cup? That would yeah. be mine. I would flip definitely cup. go to the Olympics for flip cup. I was so good at it. Uh, not to brag, but I was very good at it. 
I don't think so, I was that good at it, but I was, you know, it, I'd walk in like, oh, shit, 100%, and then next thing you know, I'm like, all right, I lost again. I, I, I'm very good at, at this particular thing, Al, and, and not necessarily – but when I find something that I'm reasonably good at, mm-hmm. I can get very good at it very quickly. Like with Flip Cup, for instance, I was never very good at, so I'm like, eh, I'm not going to be able to compete at this level that I want to. I want to win those games. I want to be the one that you want on your team. So I, I got to the point with the quarters where I could do trick shots. I could roll it from off of my nose, and I knew right where Damn. to have it bounce on the table into the cup. I uh, I probably spent a little bit more time doing that than I should have been. By the way, Taylor, any of these games would be more interesting than anything they've put up during the I Winter Olympics. I haven't watched anything. Nothing. I, so and then, by, wife, by the way, I think it's got to be one of those things where you're flipping around and you just stop on it. Yes. And I'm sure it would take me in for a few minutes i just haven't gone out of my way at all so that exact scenario out last night right i'm flipping channels and there's they're doing i think it was super g right where the kind of downhill kind of slalom but neither and the the american guy was in silver medal position and they didn't show any racing for like 20 minutes they just Mm. talked about the run it's like show me something and and Mm. my wife was riveted by it she couldn't like oh this is great like this is terrible they're not doing anything they're not showing anything so i don't think they're going for guys like you and me i think they're going for a more uh, a different sort of television viewer by the way i think that we need video evidence of these uh quarters uh tricks travis uh next time we have a party at your house we gotta pay to play emily you gotta pay to play I'm not doing it as an exhibition. We got to uh, we got to have something on the line to make it happen. Taylor, what's next? Did you see that it's National Kite Flying Day today? So in honor of that, what's your favorite way to tell someone to go fly a kite? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I have one that jumps to the front of the mind. You you want to go first? You want me to do this one? You go first. You know, get bent. <laughs> I just I think that's really really good because it's not it's not um vulgar it's not particularly um What's the word I want? It's not prof- it's not profane. That's the word I'm looking for. It's just it's it's one of those things that's just close enough to it. Buzz off is pretty good, but eh, get bent. It's just it is a great way to tell someone I'm not doing that at all. Your idea is terrible. Go fly a kite only to the next level. I almost will play it the other way. It's like I'll just get out of here. Like, I'll, I'll, you know what I mean? Like, instead of telling them to go away, let me go take a left. You go do whatever the heck you were doing rather than, you know, looking somebody in the eyes and telling them, hey, get go bent, fly a kite. Buzz go, off. Yeah, get out of here. Whatever beat it's it, like, I'll just go, beat I'll just it, go my own way. Yeah, beat, beat it's pretty good. I like I like beat it. Re- very quickly on the, the kite thing, when was the last time you tried to fly a kite? Have you have any of you attempted to fly a kite any time in the last several years? It always frustrated me. I, w- I yes, never got it, and so I, exactly I gave it up right. right away. I think I did it like twice when I was a kid, but yeah, it was not in my family to do that. So here, let me let me tell you guys this story. So when you have children, if you have children, there will be a day where one of your kids will say, Dad, why don't we go try to fly a kite? A mom, let's go to the park and try to fly a kite. Do whatever you can in that moment to change the subject to something else because it's miserable. It is so hard to get that thing to go. Unless there's a hurricane, that thing's not going in the air. <laughs> it's not going to happen for you, and you're going to end up breaking it. You're going to end up getting frustrated. You're going to end up having having one of your kids crying, just skip it, go to the toy store, and buy him something else. I'm giving you free parenting I'm advice awful. at this yeah, point. Yeah, I don't think I tried since I was a kid, and every time <laughs> that thing went up, it went right back down, broke, called it a day. I was done with that. <laughs> What's next, Taylor? Did you see that more than half of Americans don't drink enough water? 
A study found that just 22% drink the USDA recommended 8 to 10 glasses a day. Here's the question. Would you rather never be able to drink water again or only be able to drink water? Al? Only be able to drink water. I drink water. I, I'm, I'm good with that. I mean, I, I, it is kind of funny because there are a lot of people, they don't drink water. Like you go half a day and somebody has had half a cup of water. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, I have to have water. I have to have water. Especially us, Trev, we do our coffee, right? Like we love drinking coffee. You have to have water after that, whatever the case is. So if you're giving me one thing to drink and I can't drink water, I can't do it. I got to have water. Is there anything better than maybe you went out the night before and had a nice dinner? Maybe it's a little salty. Maybe you had a little wine. You had a cocktail along the way. Then you wake up Water's the, next the cure for everything. And you need that everything. glass of water more than you've needed anything in your entire life. It's incredibly – yeah, I, I think I would rather go all water at that I point. Think I think a Mountain think Dew is better than that. I think a ice-cold Baja Dew. Blast and Mountain Dew at the side table, that's that's where I would go. But Baja you know Blast. You, need, you know what you do after that, Emily? You know what you need after that? Probably a Wh- cup of water. Exactly. I don't Probably know. a cup of water. water. Here's a big glass of diabetes and chase it with some water on the side. That's probably – you need one for one. It's like that idea, right? When you go out, you drink a beer, you drink a water. You drink yep. a beer, you drink Never a water. So you stay nice and even. You Only need to go way you're not going to get hung over, water. Go, go water for a glass of alcohol. That's, that's right. Well, it – or not Should. Drink, which really isn't an option. That's that's not going to happen at all. All right, so the Blazers, uh, C.J. McCollum is in New Orleans. What does that mean for the Lakers and where they are? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.